let's start right away. Koshan, thank you for joining us. As you said, you are just flying from abroad, so you are now in quarantine for yeah. the next couple of days. Yeah. So uh, five days, I believe, and then I need to do uh, a PCR test. And if that is uh, negative, then uh, I'm I'm free to go again. Okay. Cool. I've had uh, three tests over the last uh, 24 hours. So, uh, may I ask where you travel to? Uh, we went to Dubai and uh, to see uh, a customer who came out of the US, and uh, we met up. Um, and yeah, yesterday morning, and I can I can say I've, I haven't traveled for a year uh anywhere uh and yeah it's uh, you know you need to get used to it again uh, because things have changed uh at airports uh but it, it was extremely uh uh fruitful and 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 worthwhile to uh, to do this short uh, trip to uh up and down to uh to dubai uh I think uh, we'll, we'll have a benefit from it, but you can immediately see if you sit in a meeting like that and the parties try to uh, to solve uh, to solve the issue, then uh, it goes much, much quicker than uh, you try to do this uh, through the, uh, well, Skype, team, Zoom, yeah. whatever. I think yeah. we're, all, we're all looking forward to meeting on uh, each other again in uh, in person. Yeah. And they were all Americans, so they were all vaccinated. Uh, and uh, my colleague uh, was also vaccinated. I was the only one not. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, and they said, oh, well, why don't you come down to our yard uh, here in Dubai and we can give you a shot? I said, yeah, but then I need to be back in three weeks time. So uh, yeah. let's see. <laughs> yes, well, maybe uh, a few more months and then uh, we're returning a little bit more to normal. And talking about normal, uh, you're the CEO of Herema, Marine Contractors. You yep. make the impossible possible, so it's not normal at all. Can you give an example of some of the projects that you are so proud of that you and your team have pulled off, making something impossible possible? Uh, yeah, surely. Uh, I think um, Sleipnir is a nice example. Uh, Sleipnir is our latest uh, semi-submersible crane vessel, uh, the biggest of its kind, 20,000 tons uh, lifting capacity. And Sleipnir was on the drawing board uh, six, six years ago now. Um, after some, you know, we had some internal debates what, what we should be looking for, what kind of vessel. And actually, uh, when Sleipnir was decided to build, um, um, we went, obvious what we do normally is going past uh, some major uh, clients to see if they have uh, projects for it. And um, basically, uh, Maersk and Noble gave us a contract. Maersk for the Tira project in, in Denmark uh, and Noble for the Leviathan project in, uh, in Israel. Um, so, and that was quite that's quite unique uh, still also, but also we've seen that before uh, in the in the oil and gas business that you get a, a contract 
for a vessel which hasn't been built, which is not being proven, and which is, um, yeah, okay, it needs to be ready because um, Noble was the first one to, uh, in need of uh, such a lift. There was a 15,500 ton lift on, um, and we agreed to do that in the, uh, September uh, the 4th in uh, 2020. Um, so that gave us a contract. We went to a shipbuilder who never built such a ship. Uh, that was Semcor. Uh, and we had a good, a good feeling from that with the meetings we had. I wasn't part of that because it was all decided before my time, but, but still, uh, that's the story. So, uh, you know, you have a, you have a customer uh, uh, who gives you a huge order and gives you trust that you come in time and that you do what you have to do and that you do what you promise. And you start building a ship with a shipyard which never built such a such a ship so um, and we were um, you know there is an argument that we were late uh one day but we converted that back and we said well you know we signed the contract with noble in the us so if you take the us time we were exactly on time so uh but it, it shows that uh, after five years building uh we were basically one day late and, uh, and then we did straight on, uh, the, the ship sailed from Singapore to Israel and straight on, we did a, a record lift. Uh, and I think that shows that for us, that shows that we do the, uh, the impossible because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quite, uh, yeah, I, I would say it's not a miracle, but it's, it's, it's pretty close to that. And, and we are extremely proud of that achievement. And, Basically, the next day we did a 10,000 tons lift. So in in sort of 48 hours, we did uh, we lifted uh, 25,000 tons. Well, that that's impressive. Yeah. Um, I would like to open up the floor to anyone who would like to ask you something. That's the fun part of this session. It's, <laughs> it, 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 we we see where it goes, and I would like to do it as the following way: either raise your hand or put something in the chat and I will give you the word, uh, open the floor up. And so we have it a little bit organized. Um, first on the table, Egle, Egle, please go ahead. Hi, good day. Um, my name is Egle from Western Baltic Engineering from Ship Design Office from Lithuania. And what you just said, it really amazed. Uh, and what I'm curious about is, um, I mean, something really amazing was born on your drawing board and now is live. So what else? What, how will you surprise the world? What's next? What's ne on your drawing board? Uh, yeah, the, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff, of course, on the drawing board. Um, I think uh, in the meantime, after Sleipnir, um, we went to uh, Sleipnir, a decision in Sleipnir building her was, was taken to, uh, to put her on uh, LNG. That was a, an investment of a hundred million. Um, and also there, uh, I think uh, we felt important that we would be the, uh, the first one and, and, and take the lead and that many would follow and that hopefully clients would uh, respect that decision and would want to pay for it because you know, we can only uh, benefit so many, uh, many years from it. Um, 
I think we've done shore power uh, after that, and we've we've gone carbon uh, carbon neutral. So that's all on the environmental uh, part since the first of October. I think what we are looking for, and we are not sure what we need to do, but yeah, we would be looking for um, a new uh, vessel for for the wind industry, and. Uh, Maybe not something traditionally, but uh, something completely not traditionally. So, and that's hinting into maybe not um, a lifting uh, crane on uh, on it, because we always, you know, as 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 you can understand, we have four vessels. They are all having a hook and lifting capability. We always think from a solution from a, from a hook, and we are trying to. Uh, Turn that a little bit around. That's, I think, that might be coming. Thank you for sharing that. Interesting to hear. And I'm yeah. sure there's a team of your own engineers working on that. Um, you know, we try to, uh, there's only a very, very few people involved because uh, nowadays we have uh, only got 500 engineers in the house. If we start uh, talking about ideas, then everybody gets wild, uh, and we've seen that before. Uh, I think Agir was a was a good example of that. There was a pipe laying vessel which we called a uh, a Swiss uh, knife because it could do everything, and also doing being capable of doing everything gives you uh, extreme lot uh, limitations. So uh, no, we try to keep it very uh, very uh, very close. Uh, to a few and then work out ideas and then we we carry on we'll follow the process and success good luck with that thank you thank you Egle. uh anyone else Diederik yes please go ahead uh, yes my name is Diederik um, I'm the fleet manager of DC dredging uh, part of uh, group good um, I have a question uh, maybe you can't answer that fully how do you finance such uh, projects um yeah i can uh we had a consortium of of banks of about 13 in total which helped us out and um we used uh, we used our own uh, uh cash position as well so it was a it was a combination of the two and um you know, also the the owner of the company uh, put in uh, some private uh, capital. So, but okay. but it was a, a consortium of thirteen banks. Wow. Okay. Thank you. So that is what you need to do, Diederik, for your next. Uh... Uh, yes, not, it's not easy, by the way. <laughs> no, no, them, it's not easy. Uh, to keep the, them all happy and to keep them all aligned, and especially when this decision was taken, of course, uh, the industry was still uh, sort of okay, and then it had a, uh, a nosedive uh, down uh, in in 2015, and that was why the 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 owner uh, supported uh, supported us. Uh, by by uh, releasing capital. Yeah. No, okay. It's, it's quite uh, similar to uh, to what is happening uh, at other companies. Yeah. Part of your own capital, 
owners involved, but also uh, bank or banks. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, um, uh, risk analysis involved, or how does it go? Well, if you take the bankers on board, yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But we are, we are, you know, we like to. Uh, I think that because we are family business, we have it a little bit easier than if you are, uh, you know, uh, listed on a, on a stock exchange. Right. Because I only have, uh, as a as CEO, I only have to deal with one one shareholder. Yeah. Uh, and and see if I can convince him that it's the right way uh, going forward. And uh, the lines are extremely short and 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 easy. And then we just make it happen. Uh, and that is not that we don't have a lot of, you know, risk analysis and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's it, 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 life. It, life is easier in, in that respect. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Diederik. Lex. Yes. Good morning. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Coach Jan, uh, um, we have met in the past uh, with, uh, especially with the christening of the Sleipnir, which was a very uh, interesting uh, event at that time. Uh, we also talked a little bit at that time for the future, and at that time you did not have as that many projects for Sleipnir, but I tried to follow it uh, the, the, the last years, and uh, I could see that uh, more and more projects were coming up. How is the future for occupation of Sleipnir at the moment? Uh, well, so far, so good. Uh, I think this year's campaign is also uh, sort of fully booked. Uh, 22 starts tapering off, 23, 24, we see uh, uh, some nasty, uh, nasty holes in our portfolio. Uh, but we are, uh, unfortunately, not the only ones. Uh, but 23, 24 are going to be uh, difficult, difficult years. And after that, we see stuff picking up uh, in, in oil and gas, in decom, and, and, and obvious uh, in, in, in wind industry. Ah, good, good. Uh, and as you mentioned before, uh, in, in your introduction, you were trying to make it, uh, say, a, a carbon uh, neutral vessel now, with also with the CO2 capturing project that you have started. Um, is that helping you to get uh, uh, projects compared to uh, the competition, which uh, so so you can play it in a, also on a different uh, level playing field there? Yeah, it's. I think it's helping because it gives us a, a, a nice uh, tick in the box. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we do see that it's you know it's 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 often down to. A, with all respect to a procurement uh, uh, department, and then the price is, is often uh, of more importance than uh, what you do with the environment still. And, and it depends, of course, it, for which country or which company you uh, you work. If you take Akinor, then uh, they are very much uh, in favor of doing stuff uh, with, with, with Sleipnir. And they understand the uh, the benefits uh, better than I would say anybody else. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Martin. Hello, John. Nice to see you. Huh? Yeah. And uh, I organized uh, uh, bitterballen, but you missed it now. I also organized 
a trip on the Blue Turn, which is uh, one of the biggest uh, offshore wind vessels. And uh, so it's funny to hear that you are focusing on the offshore wind now. Uh, I know you do a lot of business in the States too. Uh, Vineyard's going to be a, a big wind project there. Mm -hmm. um, but I know CJX is already building a vessel in uh, Texas to comply to Jones Act. Um, are you focusing in that area or is it uh, other focus like Taiwan or other locations? That's number one. And second is, uh, can you tell us a bit more about your competition? Because you have the biggest hook in the world, but still there's competition out there. And what do they do or how do you deal with that? Uh, yeah, thanks, Martin. Uh, yeah, we are constantly, well, um, in 2018, we uh, reorganized the, uh, the business um, and we, we restructured the, uh, the business model. We, uh, we made three business units, uh, one traditionally uh, uh, transport and installation, oil and gas, uh, one business unit uh, decommissioning and one uh, for the wind. And uh, we basically felt that Aegir and Balder would be our uh, wind vessels. Uh, Aegir uh, around the world because she sails uh, easily, 12 knots, and, and Balder in the in the States because of the uh, plans of, of, of building up uh, wind in, in the US on the, on the East Coast. Um, so we are still, you know, Balder is, uh, she's, she's getting a, a little bit old, but still in good shape. Um, I think that she will be uh, at least certified till uh, 2026. Um, and she was planned to start doing some um, uh, wind projects. However, um, uh, it seems that we will be missing out on those uh, first projects, uh, Vineyard and, uh, and, and US Wind because others are, uh, well, have put a better proposal uh, in place. So uh, we, are, we are being beaten there. But um, the other thing is that because of the delay in US wind uh, and Baldur, you know, going up to the end of 2025, uh, beginning 26, um, you, have, um, you have such amount of tools uh, necessary to do the uh, the wind wind installation that uh, and they are particular for for a vessel uh, that we feel that um, yeah we're running a little bit out of time with Balder uh, in the uh, in the in 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 the US. Agi is currently working in Taiwan, uh, and um, you know we've we've done a job last year in Taiwan uh, on wind, uh, and we are doing now one, uh, and I can tell you it's. Uh, it's far from ideal, uh, not only because of COVID, uh, but also because of uh, um, it's a it's a more difficult uh, country to do uh, work than uh, what we are used to. Uh, it's very bureaucratic, uh, and it's hard to uh, get something done uh, if it if it sort of is different than what they thought. But yeah, we are concentrating uh, on, on wind projects, uh, but we are only concentrating on wind projects where the jackups uh, can't, can't do the job. So that's uh, uh, whether water depth is, is too, too high or uh, yeah, ground conditions are not good. Uh, you know, we are looking in the Baltic, 
because their ground conditions are not good for jackups, uh, where we have a where we have an opportunity. Yeah, and and the um, the competition. Um, yeah, there's a lot of competition out there. Um, you know, everybody is uh, is seems that everybody is building a, a mono hull. Uh, uh, Jan de is building one uh, or two. Well, no, one, sorry. Uh, Boscalis is, of course, adding uh, Boca 2. Um, um, our friends from Day May uh, are trying to get a mono hill up and running. Um, so it's difficult, and competition is, uh, is fierce. Uh, we are not always sure. Uh, you know, we know a lot. We've done a lot over the years. We have a, a fantastic simulation center where we can see how things work. And sometimes that is also our handicap because we know too much. And uh, then the issue is if you price that in, then you lose the job. And uh, if you prepare to take a risk, then uh, you might win it. And uh, I think there will be a lot of uh, uh, issues coming, uh, coming ahead of us. Uh, whether it's us or others, uh, the wind industry is really trying to uh, develop itself, and it's 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 still very immature. And conditions are difficult. Uh, contract conditions are very difficult. Uh, it's a different kind of kind of customer than the oil and gas. Uh, totally. Yeah. With all respect, they are more uh, project developers and bankers, and and oil and gas people are. Of the more engineers who like to help you on a solution, you know, yeah, so they get their hands dirty. And yeah, it's cooperation against uh, uh, complete uh, uh, no empathy on on what you do. No, correct. So yeah, that's that's, that's what it is, and we have to deal with it. I'm not complaining about it. We just try to uh, to manage uh, our way out and learn how to play the game. That's how. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I think there will be a lot of uh, pain still coming. Uh, and, 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 you know, we don't do EPCI, uh, so we don't do engineering, procurement and, and construction and installation. We just do the TNI stuff in the, in the wind. Uh, because there it's even harder, because then you control yards. Uh, now, I've, I've got the luxury that I'm also CEO for Hirma Fabrication. Mm -hmm. uh, so I know a bit, little bit on that side. Uh, that's also difficult. So yeah, it's uh, there's going to go uh, a lot of things going to happen, I, I guess, going forward. Okay, no, this sounds like an, an exciting future. Then. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, thank you. Keeps thank me you. off the street, uh, Martin. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, before I give the floor to the next one, uh, I would like to announce that in five minutes time, another Ask Me Anything session will start with Bob Moon. He's located in Korea. So if you would like to know anything about Korea, uh, just shift to the other room. You can find it in Lisa. It's a Teams meeting again, hosted by Bachmann Electronics. So that's very cool. Um, but we are not finished here. So who would like to ask something? Such a shy audience, can't yeah. believe it. Kaujan, then I have a question. Okay. Uh, Relates to the Balder and also with the development of, of equipment and assets. How important is innovation and how do you do innovation? 
Yeah, I think very important, uh, Gert-Jan, uh, innovation, uh, whether it's 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 innovation on 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 building a new vessel up to uh, building tools. Uh, we have a tendency as a company to uh, to innovate and to uh, and to uh, run that through ourselves, eh? uh, because we have here my engineering solutions in Delft, which is uh, a sort of uh, the youngsters we had to let go uh, after the reorganization. Uh, we felt that we needed to keep them in a different uh, in a different arena, experience let them experience a little bit a little bit of a different uh, business model. Uh, and if time was going to be, uh, you know, booming up again, that we could uh, make use of them, uh, pulling them back uh, into into the Herma family. Uh, so they, they can help us on engineering. Uh, they do a lot of innovation for us. Uh, sometimes up to uh, internally in in Leiden, big frustrations because our engineers would like to do it themselves. But we've gone down to such a uh, shortage of people that we don't basically have enough time for that. Uh, we do have a, a small team, about 15 people uh, looking into these uh, kind of uh, innovations. Uh, but the, the, the tendency is we look at a lot of stuff uh, uh, to do, to, and then we try to engineer and build it ourselves so that we can keep uh, you know the advantage to ourselves as long as 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 possible and uh yeah we 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 continue even in hard times uh, we try to continue to uh to spend money on 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 innovative uh, stuff but to give you an idea if you if you talk about a wind uh, gripper uh, gripper uh, unit for uh, for monopower installation you're talking about before it's up and running with the commissioning of it, uh, easily about uh, th between 30 and 40 million per gripper. You can buy a boat for that, right? Sorry? You can buy a vessel for that. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. They're so different in, in, in magnitude. And and, yeah. and, and and the problem is that if you design it for the boulder, uh, with all its, uh, you know, uh, dynamic positioning uh, software on board, uh it doesn't it doesn't fit although we have the same programs it doesn't fit on the other vessels so you need an alternative uh software system uh of Kongsberg uh, uh to uh if you want to put it on the tl or the Sleipnir or or the eggy yeah yeah a final question um before we wrap it up um you mentioned the simulator uh yeah we had the opportunity to visit the simulator online with a number of ship owners in mm -hmm. the Lynch community. Very cool to see. Uh, also the academy part to develop the, your own skills and uh, experiences. How does it revenue you as a company to have these kind of investments and facilities at your own space and in your own company? It's very beneficial uh, because um, we are pushing to uh, to do training, you know. It's like, uh, and there's there's obvious there's uh, in the beginning there is a sort of objection because uh, crew members think, uh, am I not good enough? 
we try to explain to them well you know uh, an aircraft pilot gets his uh, simulation session every year not because he's not good enough but you need to train to maintain or be become better so uh, that's 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 working uh and i think you know we we've developed for example a floating installation of uh, wind turbines for the for the baltic we have a contract with Sparkwind for that that wouldn't have been possible if we could not show in the simulation center uh, how we want to do it and how we can do it, uh, because the simulation center is also uh, by Lloyd's uh, certified. So what comes out of there is a true copy of uh, how it is done in, 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 in real time. So yeah, it's, it's extremely important and it's for us uh, a real game changer. It's, it's down to, of course, how we, how we commercially uh, put that into uh, into the into the picture with our clients well thank you so much for sharing and being so open Kozian. um thank you all for joining us it's a very fast and short and sweet session uh but thank you so much for taking the time and also thank you martin for making this possible because you made the connections and that's also what the community is all about making connections and uh, getting to know new people uh, we will put the replay in the uh, in the community asset and maybe we can switch for anyone who'd like to do that to the Korean uh, session with Bob Moon. Uh, you can find the details in the community. Thank you so much and see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. We invite you to join us in the conversation at the next live session. Ask our guest anything you like, engage with the others and make new connections. It's fun, valuable and free of charge. Check upcoming events in the Lisa Community app, available on iOS and Android. Cheers!